Hey, kiddos. What's up? It's Kate. This is Date Fails. Um, Kate I'm re- minus eight. Kate, my, <laughs> Kate minus any children. Thank <laughs> God. Uh. Um, so first off, I have to apologize because I recently recorded an episode of Date Fails mm-hmm. with Mr. Belding, which I'm still bummed about because it was such a great episode. But what happened is I bought this new recorder. And I was all proud of myself because I was like, I'm going to self-produce on this recorder. And then the mics I have were such shit that the thing sounded terrible. Like, so the, people, like the audio sounded like, like shit? the audio – well, here's what happened, okay? I didn't format the card right, so then – when I went to upload the the audio, it mm-hmm. wouldn't upload to my Mac, and then I had to like record it. Like I had to actually play it on the recorder, and then record it onto my phone, and then it was a whole thing. But the point is, it sounded like shit. Oh, People man. were writing to me like I had to turn it off because it sounded so bad. It was hurting my ears. So, <laughs> so does that I'm mean you're gonna is, have to re-record it? Uh, well, I don't think I can. I'm sure Mr. Belding would have no problem re-recording it. I know, but <laughs> I know that's true. But the what problem- I have to come back to. To, to your place to record? Oh, no, no, God, no. That, I'm not doing that. I can't at, see Mr. Building doing that. It was at the ha-ha, actually. Um, okay, well, in that case, he's probably not going to go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, but so the point is, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. And this is on the same recorder. But this time, uh, better microphones are being used. So and you, hopefully and you it'll double check, You already double-checked the audio, so that means we're good. Double-checked the audio, and I'm recording a backup on my phone. So. So, boom. So, guys, anyway, what's up? It's Date Fails. It's me, Kate. Uh, I'm here with my good friend. I'm so excited to have you on. We've been talking about doing this for so long. I know. And, and, and like, longer than sh- than we should have been. This should have been, like, done, like, what, probably, like, within the first couple of episodes that you had. I know. It's so funny, though, because I have, like, certain friends that I hang out with all the time, and we talk about dating, and we talk about sex, and then I'm always like, why are we not recording our conversations? Because we get so deep. And I, and, and I think that that happens all the time, Kate, because like every time that we talk about stuff and it's, it, and it's whether it's you or somebody else and some, somebody goes, dude, we should be recording this. I know. Like <laughs> the other night, like I went, okay. So my buddy today, first let me introduce him. This is my friend. He's a very, very funny comedian. He also has a very popular podcast. It's all about NASCAR, right? It's a NASCAR podcast. Yeah. yeah so, so if you're a redneck or you got some redneck blood in you, you'll <laughs> love my podcast. I have redneck blood. Good. My dad my is a huge, huge NASCAR fan. Is he really? Yeah, huge. Dude, Kate, turn him onto my podcast. I did. Seriously. I told him. Oh my god. I did. Yeah, man. And, and actually, uh, I used to work with Miller Lite. You know, I shot some Miller Lite posters. That's and back, right. Back in the day, uh, what was his name? Kurt Bush was the driver. Right. Exactly. And I met him a few times. He's cool. I really He's liked really, him. He's really, really cool. Kurt yeah. Bush is really actually uh, the guy who drives the Miller Lite car now, which is the number two, is Brad Keselowski. Uh, and I've actually met him a couple of times and. Uh, He's really, really a nice guy. He used to be a really dirtbag. I, I used to think he was a dirtbag just because of the way he raced. And, and like, you know, uh, he would be like that one guy that, that all the drivers would get into it. Even like Jeff Gordon, like, went out, I, like, this was like a couple of years ago. And like, Jeff Gordon, out of all people, just went over there and like literally tried to punch him. It was a huge fiasco. No and, you know, way. in a NASCAR, you know, people like freak out, you know, because they're like, a fight? What? Na- okay, I, a NASCAR? Like, you know, because I know how people think about NASCAR. It's like, there's they, a lot of fights in NASCAR, dude, there though. there are. There right? are. Yes, there are. Yeah, like, I remember uh, that was the thing everybody would say. God bless you. Thank You're you. sneezing. Thank you for not sneezing on the mic, but make sure you talk into the mic. Actually. Okay. Dude, that's that's the thing. That guy, uh, Kurt Busch, mm-hmm. people would always be like, he's such a dick. He gets in fights all the time. And I'd be like, he's nice to me. I don't know. It's so funny how, like, people's perspectives of men are so different. Bless you again. Depending on whether it's a man or a woman. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, for instance, there are a couple actors that I'm friends with that people will be like, I heard he's a huge dick. And I'm like, he's never been a dick to me. He's nice to me. But- and, and, then it's, and I think that's the perception that people have about, about celebrities in general, whether they're athletes, actors, comedians, uh, high-profile uh, celebrities, whatever they are. Everybody has a different per- perspective of how they are. And I think we talked about this about a specific somebody. I said, what do you think about so-and-so? And you're like, he's all right. <laughs> Wait, now I want to know who. I just Can we say name. his name? No. Remember? It was, I was looking on the Instagram and I go, I said that sarcastically. Because he was I an actor? To... No. 
A comedian? <laughs> yeah, God I, damn it. Now anyway, I want to know matter. who. We'll go, we'll go back. Uh, but The but, listeners want to know. Dane Cook. He's a very nice man. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, I'm kidding. What? I just made up Dane. But actually, Dane but is a great example. He is Dane a great, is a great example. example. I have never had a problem with Dane Cook whatsoever. Every time I've met Dane Cook. I, he's been super nice, Dane right? has been super nice to me. It's so weird because Dane is one of those people, like, I actually feel bad because anytime I do a show with Dane, I'll post a flyer on my Instagram. There will be, like, five comics mm-hmm. on it, and everybody's comments about Dane are always me, and they're always like, ugh, great lineup except for Dane. Why can't Dane fuck off and die? People hate Dane. Or, 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 there, or I, I've, I've seen this one where, uh, like, I'm on a same flyer, and they're going, oh, that's a great lineup except for one douchebag on there, and we all know who that is. We're not going to say his name but it starts with dc and i'm going <laughs> but jesus but, christ but the thing i'm is, like it's like i understand i've seen dane have moments and i get it but at the same time dane has also like always been really really kind to me and so then i go okay like this is a weird thing in hollywood but people do sometimes make it and go through a moment where they kind yes. of are a dick and then some of them stay that way but then a lot of them get kind of humbled over time <laughs> and they kind of have like a fall from glory yeah and then I they know. and then they get cool and i feel like dane is over that hump where he's cool now but people remember him as like the guy throwing temper tantrums right, at the exactly. laugh factory and, that, and they that, hate that, it and, and now it sticks and, and it's and it's the one thing that sticks with it him. does stick. And, and that's that's unfortunate because you're right kate i agree he's always been nice to me i have and, never and had a problem in this with business we're all fucking psychos we're all crazy <laughs> We're all fucking crazy. I mean, we all have had our moments. We're all vain. We're all narcissists. Like, if you're a comic, your whole job is to all day long think about yourself and the ways that you're different and fucked up compared to normal people and turn it into comedy. Well, it's a selfish business. It's the That's most a, selfish exactly, business. Exactly. Oh, my God. And people don't understand that. I was but... just talking about that last night <laughs> with the guy. So I've been kind of seeing a guy who's in this business. Oh, and that's right. I remember we were coming back from the the show. and uh, Yeah. You seem like you had such a hard time because you didn't know what you wanted to do. And not that I was trying to get you to sway either way, but I was like, look, you the, make up your mind They don't know what you're you talking about. You have to tell them the story. Okay. All right. So last night, me and Kate were coming back from this show down in Venice, which was a great show, by the way. And if you ever get a chance to uh, get down there, it's is it the Venice Underground show? It's called show? Venice Underground. It's run by my buddy, Bronston Jones, who who I've had on here before. It's a free show. Honest to God, it's like the sickest show. The room is amazing. Yes, and uh, and it was the first time that I had done it. And thank you, by the way, for getting me on that. Of and course. yeah, and uh, that energy in that room is great. It's in the basement of a of a bar, but it is fan freaking tastic. I, I had a really good time. So anyway, we're coming back, and you're trying to decide whether to go see somebody. Or hang out and party. Yeah. And because, I knew you I knew what you wanted to do. But, well, we had here's the thing. <laughs> but I wasn't trying to be a cop blogger. We had started partying. <laughs> That's true. We yes, had started we partying yeah. a little bit in Venice. When I go to Venice, I have to say, like I lived in Venice for five years. Venice Beach, to me, is like my happy place. It's like church. I mean, when mm. I go to Venice, I just, no matter what's going on in my life, I walk out on Venice Pier. I watch, like, the Pelicans dive. I, I surf. I watch the water come in. And I just feel How relaxing is chill. that? I just feel chill. It's crazy. It's beautiful. I mean, I literally, like, when Ralphie died, when Ralphie May died, I went to Venice the next day. I was so upset. And I haven't talked you about that on here. and me both. Yeah. It, it, and, you know, I, you know I, I, I started in Houston when Ralphie was still there. Uh, that's how long I've known him. And uh, mm. you know what's sad, Kate, is, is – uh, not that we want to bring this, this, this part okay. of the portion because of the Because I haven't talked about down. Ralphie on here, and well, I love Well, listen, him. Uh, you know, um, here's, here's the thing about, uh, about that, that whole Ralphie situation is I was coming back from, from doing this gig up north with, uh, um, with two other comics. And one of the comics, once we got back to his house, he said it so nonchalant. He said it so nonchalantly that – and he, of course, he didn't know. And he goes, oh, my God, you guys. He goes, how about this? Ralphie May just died. He goes, how crazy is that? And, and he goes, I'll be right back. He goes, Let me, he goes, uh, he goes I got to get the restroom, and I'll be right back, and I'll take you guys home. That's you, how he said it. Yeah, because he doesn't know him. He but, didn't well, know he, him. Well, he doesn't know him. And I he had did, the same and reaction. Did, and he didn't know that – he didn't know that how how – he didn't know how I knew him. And when he said that, I'm looking at the other comic and I go, what did he just say? Like my, my heart literally almost went into my stomach. And he goes, I think he said Ralphie May died. And I said, 
Can we confirm that real quick? Dude, this is, wait, this is so crazy because I found out in a very similar, like this is, I was sitting here and I had just talked to Ralphie two days before and he just sent me like a bunch of road dates. We're going to do a bunch of road gigs together. And then, you know, he was sick. He had pneumonia. I knew he was sick. Right. But, you know, Ralphie's been sick before and he's Mm. heavy, but he's always been okay. Right, right. Uh, but he sends me all these dates and, and I almost posted the last message that Ralphie sent me because I wanted people to see his heart so bad. I think I sent it to you, but you I did didn't, send it to me. I didn't post it cause it's so personal, but I mean like Ralphie would send me these messages that were like, Kate, just so you know. I'm never going to try to fuck you. I know all these comics try to fuck you. I love you so much. I think you're hilarious. You're going to be a big star. And I'm just so glad that I'm like part of your life. Like he would send me these messages like, yeah. And so, but anyway, I'm uh, here at home and I get a text from this guy that I kind of know, like a show promoter. And he just goes, tell me it's not true. That's his whole text. And I write back, what, what are you talking about? And he goes, Ralphie. And then I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm like, what kind of text is this? And then he goes like, um, oh, some comic made a joke about Ralphie dying, and I don't know if it's true. And then he told me the comic. And then I looked it up. And like... Was it a legitimate comic? It was a legit comic, but like, it wasn't someone super famous, but it was like a legit comic that we all know. Well, you know what confirmed it for me more than anything else is that um, I I was, I was just, I had, I went on Twitter because I know what, what, how the feed is on there. And, uh, and I saw that TMZ was kind of like reporting stuff, but you know what, you know what, you know what solidified it for me was when, with, when Uncle Uncle Joey posted. Well, that's what I was just going to say. So this guy. And I broke the fuck down Kate in 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 that guy's house I started crying and then the other comic started crying this is the thing this is the thing so like and when the guy sent me that I don't mean to cut you off but like when the guy sent me that the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I know Ralphie wanted us to make jokes and Ralphie (laughs) did say like when I die y'all you motherfuckers better joke and not cry but to make a joke before it was even confirmed, like some someone yeah. did that, that really bothered me. But then I called Joey. The first thing I did is call Joey because yeah, I was like, Joey will know. This was before he tweeted that. And then he told me. And then I swear to God, it was crazy because he goes, I told you last night. I saw Joey the night before and he was like, Ralphie's not doing good. Like, I think Joey kind of had an inclination. But the only reason I wanted to talk about it on here at all is because a lot of comics pass – and we get sad, but like this, like rocked the whole comedy community so hard. Like Ralphie was so loved and supported by so yeah. many comics. I mean, like I just guys I know that have been like largely unaffected a lot of times were like crying. Oh, totally. You know, I went. Uh, yeah, remember, remember, I met you at the uh, comedy store that 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 mon- uh, was it Monday or Tuesday. It was. It, no, it no was, he died on a Friday, I think. Wasn't it a Friday? Oh, so that's right. We uh, I met we you met there. Up we that met on a Saturday. Was it? Oh no! Oh, it no, was that the, night. It was that night. I don't night. know. It was that night or the next. It night. It was that night or the next night. I can't remember. But but and I don't know if you got this. I didn't, I didn't know if you got this vibe being at the comedy store that night. But uh, a funeral. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Because I like when when I was there. Because even like when when uh, when I was hanging out with George Perez and and uh, and Red Band and we we're all there. Like the one thing that that I noticed, Kate. Uh, and we were all there just, you know, doing same old normal routine, having a drink, having a good time. But everybody looked like – it looked like these forced smiles were, were upon like everybody's face. They got hit but, by a car. Exactly. But you could tell everybody was sad in yeah. that place. It was really, really fucking sad. Yeah, it was and, sad. And that, that, that was killing me the entire night. Dude, you know what was nuts is that day – and I mean like this is not uh, – and by the way, for the listeners, I'm sorry that we're – I don't want this to be a – we're going to go back to like oh, talking yeah, we're about gonna, what sorry, happened. But, uh, yeah. but I will say that <laughs> it was interesting, too, as a lesson, a kind of a life lesson, because I uh, had to go do Burt Kreischer's podcast live at the L.A. Podcast Festival, and I showed up, and Burt had been crying. I mean, it was just like – it was so weird. Mm-hmm. And it was – I've gone on stage before depressed. I've broken up with guys and had to go up. I've gone up crying, but I've never had to – like someone dies and then you're supposed to turn around and be funny. And then I had to go to the laugh factory and do a set. And I walked into the laugh factory and people didn't know. 
And I remember being angry. How does everybody not know? And it's like everybody doesn't know. You know what I no, mean? No, they it don't. Was- and and uh, the, the, uh, here's, my little, here's my little background uh, 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 about me and Ralphie, just so that you, you know and, and, and even your listeners that are listening here. The, the funny thing is, is that I, I started back in, and Ralphie was already uh, kind of, you know, a handful of years already in by the time I started, because uh, I think I started back in 90. This had to be about, Kate, this had to be about maybe 97 at least. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> and I and, and that's when I met him. Uh, and he was always good to me. I, I knew I knew his wife, uh, Alana. She she did my first headshots, by the way. I don't, <laughs> it was so funny. This was before they even started dating. And then they the, and then, of course, he moved here with a whole last comic standing and stuff. But you know what? Just real quick. And I'll end this. That night, um, Saturday night, the, the following day, uh, I had a show out in Hesperia and I was headlining that night and I and I did my thing and I I. I had a really good set, and at the end of it, I just I, I, I dedicated just that show to Ralphie, and, and, and a lot of people didn't even know, because when I said it, I said, I, you know, I had a good friend that passed away, I said, but I go, you know what, he would, he would, th- this is just one, one thing that I love to do, is to come up here and make people laugh, and it makes me feel good, even in a moment like this where your, your heart is heavy, and yeah. you know what, it felt great, man, it felt really great, because you know what, Ralphie was just one fucking hell of a dude how about this i'm gonna tell one funny ralphie story do it and then we're gonna move on because this is just like how fucking hilarious ralphie is so ralphie and i would tweet back and forth at each other all the time and ralphie on twitter would act like he was trying to fuck me but like we both were having a laugh because we both knew like he he was never trying to fuck me but everybody online was like kate when are you gonna give that pussy up to ralphie whatever by the way him and his wife were done just so people know um but so like i was in Alaska, <laughs> playing this place called Coots, which is amazing. Some cold ass uh, If you're ever in Anchorage, you got to go there. So I'm playing this bar <laughs> called Coots, coolest bar in America. It's like five bars in one. My goodness. Um, every room has a different theme. There's one room that's like frozen. It's like an ice bar. There's one room called in the- Alaska. I can't imagine. No, I know, <laughs> I know. It's hard to imagine that. Um, then there's like a showroom with bands and karaoke and like, that's where we did oh, our right. show. And then there's a room called the bird house, which has like bras and panties just like hanging all over. So people come there and they take their bras off or underwear off and they leave them hanging there somewhere. Oof. So can then, imagine the stench in that. Uh, <laughs> you can't smell anything. They're, I know. They must, I don't know if they wash them. I don't know what they do. But anyway, so, um, they have, the whole place is covered with like signed just memorabilia from mm-hmm. all the different people that have been there over the years. And I think it's one of the oldest bars in America too. I forget how old it, it, it was, but it's like over a hundred years old, maybe 200 years. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Point is the place is covered with memorabilia and Ralphie sends me a message and he goes, actually tweeted at me. He goes, uh, Hey Kate, fun scavenger hunt for you. There's a naked photo of me hanging up somewhere inside coots see if you can find it so you have something hot to masturbate to for a change (laughs) so so he tweets that at me (laughs) and then i text him i'm like is that real he's like it's totally real go go look for it (sighs) i spent like two hours because there's so much shit in there i spent like two hours scouring the walls trying to find find this photo of ralphie i can't find it finally i i come across this postcard and it says uh it says like world's best world's best hangover and it's a photo of Ralphie <laughs> butt naked sitting on a bar stool he's facing the bar so his back is to the camera and and he's so big at the time that like his ass cheeks his balls all his rolls everything is hanging over the stool and they made a postcard out of it that says world's best hangover so oh they had me sign God. a pair of men's underwear and they hung it up on the wall right next to Ralphie's naked photo but the funny thing is <laughs> I took a photo of it and I like sent it to him and said, is it okay if I post this? And he's like, yeah, of course. Totally. He's like, I want to see it. Yeah. And he was like, you know how it takes really big balls for a fat man to get naked like that, especially at a bar in Alaska. And just so you know, there were a lot of women watching. <laughs> but he used to always message oh me and be God. like, I know how much nerve it takes to get naked. So anyway, oh, we, should, we should pause this and do a shot to Ralphie. And then we're going to come back yeah, to my should. To my story about last night. Hold up. Okay, we paused and took a shot for oh, Ralphie. Oh, that was so 
delicious. Cheers. Thank you. And now we're drinking tequila on the rocks. On the rocks. Mmm. All right, so we did the Ralphie stuff. God bless wow. you, Ralphie. I miss you every day. I love you. Yeah, buddy. Journey yeah. well, brother. Yeah. Um, let's go back to talking about last night because we stopped oh my in the God. middle of the story. That's right. Okay, so you were, so you, we're driving you, back. Right, and you're trying. You're having a hard time going, okay, should I go see this guy? Should I go and just stay in party mode? Well, because here's what's happening. Okay, full disclosure. There's a guy. I've talked about him on here for a while <laughs> because we're so on and off. And it, probably, realistically speaking... Uh, it should probably end, but I don't know. The thing is, the guy treats me pretty well. He's respectful. Mm. He does. I'd say he does eighty percent of things right. He doesn't want a commitment. He doesn't want a girlfriend. That's probably taking up the the other ten percent, right? The fact that he 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 doesn't want to be in a committed relationship and he doesn't want a girlfriend. I don't know if I – this is what's funny. I think I only think I want commitment when the guy won't give me the commitment because it's not like I don't hook up with other people. You know, I hooked up with a supermodel in Vegas. I just hooked up with, like, an ex of mine, like, a week ago. Like, I mean, I do hook up with other people, but the reason I hook up with other people is because this guy won't fuck me enough. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> If you would fuck me like every a million, a million dudes listening to this podcast <laughs> just raised their hand and went, "I will, I'll do it, Kate." So, okay. Check your Twitter account right now. They probably got a hundred thousand DMs oh right now. Oh my god! But so okay, the gist of it is this: so this guy and I, we've kind of come to this understanding where it's like. I think I'm not even really sure. He basically came out and said, I'm not really dating anyone else. I barely even hook up on the side. I'm just busy with work. That's why I don't see you more. Mm. So take what you can get. Okay. If you want it, take what you can get. That's right. basically what he right, said right. to me, which I then go, uh, okay, well then I'm going to hook up with other people. I wish we could have more. But then what happened is we were going to hook up the other night. And then he suddenly had to take a business trip, which I, I believe he really did. He like invests in shit and he had to go do a business deal. So he had to go out of town. So he had to cancel on me and Yeesh. I could tell he was terrified. You know, when you can tell a guy is scared of you because you've gone off on him a few too many times and they're like, meaning, really afraid. Meaning, meaning he was scared to tell you that he had to cancel. <laughs> yeah. Oh my he God. He was terrified. He left me a four minute voice message. <laughs> and, and, and probably, probably three and a half of the message was not even <laughs> talking about having to cancel. He probably, he probably in the last few seconds of that four and a half minute message then said, Oh, by the way, tonight I can't make it tonight. <laughs> Well, the first, like, two minutes was him, like, complimenting me, and then the second half was him canceling and being like, but oh, I, you told me if I have to cancel such and it's a for work. Thing. Like, he was so scared. That's such a dude thing. And I told him a million times, I won't get mad if it's work. I only get mad if I think you're blowing me off to fuck someone else. Like, I don't have to be your girlfriend, but mm. I'm not okay with being a side chick. Meaning, if we're going to date casually, you can see other people, but I have to be number one. Okay. That's now, how I feel. Okay, so now let me ask you this, Kate. Though, yes. is that is 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 that ha, has that been established between you two already? What you just said, are you both on the same page of knowing that, or is it just you just saying that? Well, I have said to him this: if you want this to be just like a hookup, which at this point he doesn't have that option anymore, right, but right, he right. did. There was a moment where I was like, if you want to be just like a boot, like I have guys mm -hmm. that like, we talked about this the other night. Right. I have guys that if I'm really horny, I know I can hit them up. I can have sex with them. I won't catch feelings because either it's happened in the past and I'm over it now, or I just am not that into them. Right. But the sex is good. And I kind of gave him a momentary option. There was a window where he could have jumped into that category. Okay. <laughs> the problem is he texts me every day, multiple times, and he's too sweet and he treats me too well. So he fucked up. He's beyond booty call land right. now. He can't be in booty call land and he doesn't fuck like a booty call. If you're going to be a booty call, you better fuck okay. me like it's your job. What is, okay. So what does that mean? He, he doesn't. Do it like a booty. Uh, okay, well, so what does that mean? Like he cuddles? He he. No, he's not. He caresses you. I, I don't know. I feel what bad does that mean? to say this. What if he ever listens? Okay, here's what okay. I'm trying to All say. Right. If you're going to be, a I'll, I'll give you an example if you want. 
An example of what? Of what maybe I think you're, you're, you're alluding to because – Tell me what you think as a man. Okay, because here, as, as, as a guy, from a guy's point of view, Kate. Yes. And this happened last night after I dropped you off. I went to a bar and I had my lady friend come and meet me. Now, lady friend, my lady friend coming. This is a chick you're dating. This, 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 we're not dating. We're just friends with benefits. Oh God! Now, please. but now here's but here's exist. the here's the issue. Here's the issue, <laughs> Kate, of okay. what you're just talking yes. about. It's 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 tough to think about it that way because we text every day. Like literally, we talk to each other every day, and I'm going. How is this a friend's benefit if we're for the last three weeks we've texted each other and talked to each other every single day? Can I ask a question? When you hang out, because you do go out, like she met up with you the other night. Yes. I saw you guys together. Yes. Do you pay? Who pays for drinks when you go out? Mostly I do, but there are moments where she 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 she'll, she'll take the yeah. But. Always one person pays. It's never oh, it's like you're going well, then, Dutch. That, that, yeah, it's more more. I, I'm the one that's usually the one see, to pay. See, I've had friends. Like there was a guy that was my quote friend, and we really were legit friends. We would hang out, and most of the time we wouldn't fuck, but every once in a while we would. But we mm-hmm. always paid for ourselves. Never did he pick up the tab or I picked up the tab, or we'd make sure it was always even. Like okay. I'd get the first well, round. That's, that's kind of, but, but for, for the most part, just because. And, and here's the thing: I was raised differently, and maybe I'm just a little bit uh, in a different mindset because of my age. Because I, I am in my 40s. You always pay for the girl. I always pay. I love that. Actually, yes. you pay for me a lot more just friends. And you know what? And that's true. That's right. You see there? That's a good example. Yeah. But my point is, is that when, when we sleep together. Not us. Him I, and his girl. No, yeah, not me. You're right. Exactly. Sorry. I meant, I meant, because <laughs> these guys out there are probably going, abort, God, abort. That, what a lucky dude. No, uh, seriously, not that lucky. But listen, uh, this girl, um, she, I, I don't know if this is confusing because it's, I'm not trying to confuse her. It's something that I've always done and always do. And it doesn't matter whether it's a booty call. It doesn't matter where it's just uh, my girlfriend or even you my ex-wife. every day? No, not texting. Oh. But, it, but, but after we're done, in bed, intimately, yeah. I am a cuddler. I am a caresser. I am, I am romantic. That is who I am. So I, and I think she looks at me and... And she won't say it, but I can tell. I can see. I can see her brain work. I can see that factory going off. It is off. hard. I talk about that on is stage. That, uh, it is hard if a guy. Why is that confusing? I don't understand. What I, see, why now, is that confusing? This me? is what's interesting because in the past, for me, it's always been like this. Any guy I'm just sleeping with that there's not like feelings or we're not dating. Uh, Afterwards, I never cuddle. I mean, I don't even like cuddle them for a minute. I roll over. He's on his side. I'm on my side. We might talk. I've even had, I had a guy for a little while. We would have sex. And then afterwards, I would talk about guys I was into or seeing or the last guy that broke. Like we would talk but about But that's other what we kind of do. Okay. But we wouldn't cuddle. Now, oh, yeah, okay, in well. the past, I've always felt, and I say this on stage, <laughs> I've always <laughs> felt that if a guy cuddles you, and doesn't have feelings for you, he's really fucking with your head because it, it is hard. Like if a guy caresses you, cuddles you, wants you to stay the night, holds you a lot, it is hard in the girl's brain. That's where we start to go like, oh, this guy's really into me. <laughs> Especially if a guy kisses you. When guys kiss me in places, not on my mouth after sex, like if he's holding you and then he kisses your shoulder, kisses your head, your hand. To me, that feels so affectionate. It feels like more than friends or fucking to me. But here's what I was going to say. I recently had sex with a guy that I used to date and have very strong feelings for. And afterwards, he's a huge cuddler. And he still cuddled me afterwards. And he still, like, caressed me. And he's so sweet. And he wants me to stay over. Okay. And did he kiss you on the shoulder? He did. But the thing is, now I know him. And I just realized he does that with everyone. So it didn't work on me. But it used to. But it didn't work on me anymore. So I think... Now maybe because but see, I know that's what him. I'm saying. I, I that's me, and I've told and I've told my lady friend this. I said, look, I go when I'm when I'm with you. It's so confusing. It's all about you. That's it. Nothing else matters. I want I want you to have all my attention, and maybe that may not mean anything, and maybe that's confusing. But I'm just. This is the problem. Men are creatures of the moment. So like. Exactly. My friend Jackson always said it. He goes, I call it an apartment girlfriend. When the girl is over, in the moment, I feel like she's my girl. That's my lady. Exactly. But he goes, but then when she's gone and I meet another girl, I could feel the same thing with the next girl the next day. (laughs) Women are like that. Women are like... 
Like for me, <sighs> I usually only have that kind of feelings for one guy at a time. Even if I'm seeing other people, like for instance, I hooked up with my ex like a week ago because the guy I've been talking to mm-hmm. doesn't want a girlfriend. So I'm purposely trying to fuck other people. Right. So, so that you don't, don't get into get the mental state. Into- right. Exactly. Okay. Now that I understand. Okay. That so makes complete sense. I hooked up with the other guy and you know what? The moment it was over, the moment it was over, which, by the way, it was the hottest sex I've had in, like, a year. It was so good. That was good, huh? He got way better (laughs) since I dumped him. But the moment it was over, I started thinking about the current dude. Wow. Like, the second it was over. So women are different because, like, our feelings conquer. Even if the sex, the sex with the ex dude is better. Was at least that night. Holy shit. I don't know if he took a lesson or what the fuck happened. <laughs> he was like, I'll show her. He was on a mission. I think he was like, this is what you left, bitch. It was fucking... This dude... Fuck. But this is what I was going to say about this new guy. Mm-hmm. Is the reason he's not booty call material is because... Of the texting every day. No, because of the way he fucks. If you want to uh, be a booty call, you have to be an epic fuck. You have to be the kind of fuck that I look forward to at last... I'm not saying you have to fuck me for an hour straight. Like, guys here fuck for an hour. They think, like, just jackrabbiting for an hour. I'm saying, like, (laughs) I want it to be like a spa day. I want it to be like I come in. There's foreplay. I blow you a little. You go down on me a little. We take a break. Then you fuck me some. We stop again. Then you – it's like a fucking sport for me, okay? Right, right, right. Sport fucking. There's there's four quarters. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because – And no penalties. I don't have time that often to give you a couple hours. If I'm at your house and it's 1 a.m., I expect – expect this to go on for a while okay right, okay the that- reason that this dude can't be the booty call guy is because even though he is good in bed and he gets me off mm-hmm. but you know he's like a 20 minute 30 minute dude i need more i want more so so you you went over last night okay so right. what happened is we're driving back from venice and now basically since i told this guy that i'm sleeping with other people even though he told me to sleep with other people because he doesn't want a girlfriend he seemed genuinely shocked that I'm sleeping with other people. Because I, I think he wanted to see what your answer was going to be. Well, I've offered to be exclusive with him. I know, but I don't think he I don't think he uh I don't think he realized that you were going to be that honest. I don't think he I don't think he knew that you were going to be that honest. Yeah, I'm really honest. Because sometimes you come off as a like a dude with a vagina, to be honest with you. I it, am it, like a dude with a vagina. Exactly. Kind of. But actually, but then on the, on the inside when you get to know me, I'm really soft and Oh, stuff. of course You've you are. Well, like, I know you've that. You see me but, cry and be miserable. Oh, of, of course. I mean, you because you, you can get very girly, but there are moments where you're like literally like a dude with a vagina. Yes. And the whole conversation we were having on the way back, it was totally dude with a vagina talk. It was. And yes, because you were talking like you, I was like, should I fuck him? Because the fact exactly, and you're like, I want to blow him off because I'm already in party mode, but I'm like, you know what? And you were just like, yeah, maybe I'll just do well, it. Well, this just- is why I got upset though, yeah, because but, he. But was- the fact that you told him when he said, okay, you know what? Just well, you know what? Go ahead and just sleep with the other dudes. The fact that you were honest with him, and he said, well, I have been. Well, what, what what did you think that you were the? See, that's something a dude would do. It and is the fact he, totally. I've never I had a guy ne- tell me ne- that. I, I, I just assume that any guy that doesn't want to be exclusive well, if, is fucking not, someone else. Well, if you're not my girlfriend, if, if you're not my wife, I mean, I obviously assume. I wouldn't be messing around. But what I'm saying is that if it's not a committed relationship, then you don't owe me anything. I don't owe you anything. You don't owe me an explanation. Well, he did say – he said this. So once I told him I was sleeping with other people since then, that's what I was going to say. Every night that I don't see him, he's like – I have no right to ask this, but are you hooking up with someone else? He's asking okay, now so if then I'm that, hooking you up know, with someone to else. Me, okay, from from a guy's point of view, that means he he's really he re, he he really genuinely like cares about you and your, the relationship that you're in, whatever it's called, and he cares whether or not the fact that you're sleeping with somebody it's it, it, it's it's fucking with him. I know, mentally. but then when I but then when I said to him, why do you otherwise care? He wouldn't, if, if, if I said, if why, he, if he why really do you honestly care? didn't care, he wouldn't ask. Right? He wouldn't care. He, he, he wouldn't ask. He would if he really honestly didn't care. He wouldn't ask. And then he was like, "Do you care if I sleep with other people?" And I was like, "No, I don't care if you fuck someone else. I care if you take someone else on a trip or if you take someone on a date and you're like out holding her hand and like doing shit that you're not doing with. Like my thing is being number one. So whatever right. I'm getting, like whatever anyone else is getting, I expect to get. So I just am not cool with being like down the ladder step. That's it. If I ask my lady friend. Are, 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 can we see each other tonight or 
are what what are you up to tonight? Whatever. If she says, "Hey, I'm I'm busy," whatever. To me, that makes I, then I get in my head. I'm going, "Okay, she's with somebody." Do you no, assume no, I, she's it's on okay. another date? I don't assume, but I but it's the way that she answers. If she says, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm out with my my parents right now. We're doing so," or if she does, if she doesn't, if she gives the less information she gives me, and the quicker the answer, then I know she's with somebody. But I purposely give vague answers. Or. Or if she doesn't respond to me at all, then I then I then I know she's with somebody. Oh, well, but it doesn't do bother me because because You're my not together. right because my mental state is now she brought this up by the way, Kate. She was the one who said, "Hey, uh, I I don't want you to read too much into this. Uh, if this is friends with benefits, I'm okay with that." And I said, "Are you sure?" Wait, she and said she, she goes, wants oh, friends with benefits. Or she, she said, said she's okay no, with it. She said, if, if, "If if this is okay with friends with benefits, she goes, I'm totally cool with that, Renee. I'm totally cool." And I go, "Okay, well then that's fine." And and she goes, "Okay, okay. I just want to make sure because I don't want you to overthink stuff." And I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm not." I go, "I'm not." But it could be reverse psychology. It could. Well, I don't know. But she texts me every day. We talk to each other every day. I talk to this guy every day, but that doesn't mean it's a thing. This is what's so confusing. See, this is confusing. Everything now. has changed now. The world is fucked. It's 2017. It's too much. I can't do it. Okay, My head's so, going to explode. So, so here's Both what happens. So I still haven't finished the story. So you guys, what happens is, so we're driving back from Venice. I'm in the mood to party. Renee is going to the valley to meet up with friends, and they're all going to party all night. It's only like midnight. It wasn't yeah. that late, right? So. So this guy, I had told him I would hook up with him last night before I went to Venice. I said, I'll meet up with you. You already committed okay. to it. Yeah, yeah. I told him I would. That, that's where you messed but up. But then on the way back, I sent him a message and said like. Cause oh, he, because he wasn't responding. Well, no. What happened was I knew he had just gotten back into town and he might be tired. Oh, okay. So I sent him like an open out. I said, hey, listen. I'm still down to hang tonight. But if you're tired, I totally understand. We can do it tomorrow. Just let me know. And then he said, like, um, I'm at home. Hit me when you get home. Like, so he didn't say yes. He said, text me when you get home. And then I thought to myself, he's just trying to make sure I go home. And then he might be like, I'm actually tired. So then I said, well, let me know now, because if you don't want to kick it, I'm going to go meet up with friends. And then he's like, well, why does it have to be one or the other? Uh, like I can oh, tell gosh. in his head now, yes, yes. and then I was like, "Well, I because I'm with my friend now, and if I'm either gonna go home or go out." And then he was like, "No, come over." And when I got to his house, he was tired. I could tell he was tired, but he was also trying to cock block your night at the same time. Exactly, <laughs> I know these motherfuckers. So, so then I what was like, "God dude. damn it!" Because I already knew in my head, I'm like, "He's gonna be Sounds tired." Like something I would do, Kate. And then I went there, and he was fucking tired. And then we fucked for like. 20 minutes and then here's what happened okay i'm gonna tell you what happened so we have the sex okay and my issue with this guy and i talked about it before is he won't let me stay over so i don't normally want to stay over i'm not a stay over person i mean i only stay over if i'm so drunk or if i really am in love with you that's it okay and even then i don't really like to stay if i can go home so I wouldn't go sleep on the couch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the fact that he won't let me stay is pissing me off because uh, I feel like I should have the option, right? Right. So even my booty call guys are like, you can crash if you want. Like, I mean, that's crazy. So what happens is he doesn't say I can't stay, but he has this thing he does. So as a guy, I want you to tell me, okay? Because okay. we got in a can't fight. Wait to hear we got this. in a fight. Oh, you got into a fight Last over this night. particular over thing? This okay, thing. okay, go for okay. it. We have sex. Afterwards, we're both tired. You know when you fuck, and then afterwards, you're both, like, fighting to stay awake, mm-hmm. right? But he always wears a condom, so he has good. to get up to good. take the condom off, right? I like that you said good. It annoys me, but whatever. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so so we lay there for, like, 20 minutes. We're kind of both falling asleep, and then he gets up and goes and takes the condom off. And then he does this thing every time where after we hook up, he always goes to the kitchen to get food, no matter what time. It's going to be 3 a.m. And I think this is the move to get me to go home because he leaves the bedroom. He goes to the kitchen. He doesn't come back. So now if I don't get up and go out there, it starts to get weird because I'm in bed and he's in there and we're both awake. And then I feel we're not together. So I feel weird to just go to sleep. So I think this is a move that he does to move it out of the bedroom so that eventually... I get out of there. Like, right. I call an Uber and leave or whatever, right, right, right? right? So, 
he does this last night, and I'd already kind of been thinking it, and I was already because you knew of, he was going to do it. I, yeah, and I was already kind of annoyed because the last time I left his house, it was like three a.m., and I was tired and I wanted to stay, and so I already in my head was like, and I had just hooked up with with another dude like a week ago who was like stay don't go and he was like annoyed that i left so in my mind i'm like this motherfucker won't even let me stay i know so i I just met this guy he wants me to spend he wants me to move in yeah no i didn't just meet the other dude (laughs) no i mean i know what you're saying yeah so i go out and he's eating and i just said very calmly i said you know you don't have to do this whole like move to the kitchen thing to get me to leave you can just tell me it to go yeah and he got so uh, offended because you called him on it but he was like you're so insecure this is all in your head i was just hungry i came to get a bag of chips i was gonna come back and i was like come and it takes on. you 45 minutes to get a bag <laughs> well no 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 he was only out of the room for like five minutes this time but i didn't wait like i was like annoyed the minute he walked out i was but like because oh. he had done it before and and how long how okay now when he does do it kate and then the previous times before you before you said something, how 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 long would well, he stay out? I always come out after five or ten minutes because it gets weird. But then it's not like he's trying to kick me out. Then we always hang out in the other room for like an hour and talk or whatever. Yeah. But it's still in my mind. It's like guys have tactics. I used to hook up with this guy that would That's tell funny. me he had to go to work at seven a.m. every morning, and I know he did it on purpose because he wanted me to get up and go. Yeah. So he would get up with me every morning. And we would walk outside together, and he'd kiss me goodbye, and we'd both get in our cars, and I would leave. And one day I was like, I don't think this motherfucker's going anywhere. I think he's going inside and going back to bed. So one day I stayed down the street for like a half an hour to see if he left his house, and he never left his house. He was just trying to get me out early. That is fucking hilarious. Dude, guys have fucking tactics. So the point is, I caught him out on it. It led to a huge fight because... Oh, you mean you're talking about the guy going to get something to eat? Last night. Okay, so and, and so it led to a huge fight because in his mind, he's like, this girl's going off on me for eating a potato chip. And in my mind, I'm like, you're never going to let me spend the night, which is what happened. It turned into a huge fight. And you ended up leaving. And I ended up, well, of course. I was okay. gonna. Well, then that was a tactic. It worked. But and it worked. Then we ended up, you know, yeah, arguing till like three that's o'clock clever. in the morning. That's pretty clever. I'm going to try that one. <laughs> Works, I'm gonna have to have a bag of chips ready in my kitchen. This is the. <laughs> can it be any? Can it be any bag of chips, or does it have to be like Doritos or uh, like it something can be like? Whatever you okay, want. just a bag of chips. Okay, I all mean, right, good. I like it. The thing is, just tell me I'm wrong as a dude. Like, really? You're tired. You're half asleep. You're gonna get up and go eat. Why wouldn't you just come back to bed? You. Have you? You guys never have never spent the night in the no. same bed overnight. Okay. We'll spend a whole day together, like twelve hours, but we won't spend the night well, let, together. Well, okay, well then let me tell you this, Kate. But he doesn't want me to fuck other people. How, how, well, let me tell. Well, hang on. Let me explain something. I'm to gonna you. stab him. This 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 new lady friend of mine spent the night over the first time. Oh wow! And this is how I know I had been single for a long time because she found this a was, used this condom was, in your trash. No, not. <laughs> Found a hair tie. That's on right. The exactly. <laughs> How many other girls' items are in your Oh apartment? my god! Let me. Well, let me tell you. I got a separate drawer for that. That's not in my room. Uh, so I I, 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 knew right off the bat she wanted to spend the night. So I'm like, all right, just spend the night. I don't even care. I, and I was exhausted. And I, I, I was just exhausted to even argue about it. So she spends the night. Well, I sleep in certain ways. I sleep in certain positions. I sleep with a pillow between my legs, and I have. What? Yes. You cuddle a pillow. Look, I'm, look, shut up! I'm in my forties. I need pillows between my legs. Uh, every once in a while, when I'm, really? when I'm lonely, is the pillow you know, shaped I, like a woman and you blow I, air into it? <laughs> <laughs> is your dick in the hole of the, no, of the pillow? Not quite. Right. It's actually a real pillow. Uh, so, um, and I have, a, I, you know, and I have quite a few pillows on my bed. Uh-huh. Well, here's the thing: she gets in the bed, she's laying down, and like, in an, and then immediately I turn over because I'm used to sleeping in a certain direction. Well, she's there and she's right in my face oh so she's kind of like breathing in my and, it, and so I, I go okay you know what I'll, I'll turn back around and I'll move I'll move the opposite way so now I'm like okay and then she she moves up on top of me oh she's one of those like wants to be touching yes you. and I'm like so now I start doing this <sighs> <sighs> 
And I'm, in other words, I'm making noises as get you need the to fuck off back me. the fuck up yeah. off me. Okay. So that I'm going. I don't okay, like guys you know to what? touch right. me. Right. So now I'm 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 looking for the pillow that goes in between my legs, and I'm going. Where's Where's my? This bitch has it between her legs, and I'm going. <laughs> Oh, hell no. I'm going to this She bitch. stole your blow like, She's got my knee pillow. <laughs> so I'm trying to compensate. By, I'm going, okay, you know, I'm going to be a gentleman here for a minute. I go, I'm going to compensate by getting the, the, the blankets, a, a, a little bit of blanket in between my knees to compensate for the fucking pillow she's using. <laughs> I can't, Kate. You know why? Because she's hoarding the pillow. She's, she's hoarding the freaking sheets. The knee pillow and the sheets. And the sheets. So at this point, I'm like, literally, I, I have to get up and I go, you know what? Was what she actually things? asleep? You liter- I can't sleep for so long when oh, I'm with a new guy. She probably had the best sleep of her life. It was the worst <laughs> night of my life. It was like, I, I'm not kidding you, Kate. It was, it was like I did blow all night and then just I couldn't get it. sleep. It, it was, I get it. There's no, I, it was the worst That's moment of my life. That's how I am if I try to sleep over oh, someone I'm not It was the worst. But you know what? We've been seeing each other for the last three weeks, so I guess something was right. Are you still right. sleeping? Does she sleep over every time? Yeah. And do you sleep now? Huh? Do you sleep better now? Kind of. Because it, it's weird. Like, I really. I like to start out cuddling, but then I just like to be on my own side. I just need, like, something to be touching me a little, maybe. Well, because the, my last girlfriend didn't... I mean, we were together for, what, four, oh, four and a half years. But the, all four and a half years, she hated me cuddling. I, I had to get completely away from her. Oh, that's funny. Like, I mean, that's even, a guy's even, dream. Even after sex, she was just like, okay, you need to go away from me. Get, I, I'm, and I'm, you know, and like I'm a to, cuddler and I like I'm trying to, to be on top of her. She's like, after get sex. the hell away from me. And I was like offended. And I was like, this bitch. <laughs> Some really? guys like to cuddle. Here's my problem with too much cuddling is that like, I have an insatiable sex drive. <laughs> I'm a woman. I can come like a hundred times. So if you're done, Show off. you got to keep your dick away from me. <laughs> I'm serious because if you, okay, that's really what happened last night. And that was the other reason I got mad because I was still horny. You know, I came a few times. I see. Then, I told you you're a dude with a vagina. I swear to God. I'm not. I'm just, I'm in my thirties. Dudes in, are always horny. No, but guys, once you come, you're like, good. But my thing is, like, I'm used to guys getting me off a lot of times. So if you can't. Well, if, you're a spoiled brat. That's what you are, Kate. I'm sorry to tell you. How spoiled? Some, some guys love it. You know, I dated this guy who would, like, compete with himself. Every time he would want to get me off, like, one more time, it was the best. So by the end, it would be, like, up to, like, 20, 25 times. Jeez Louise. Yeah, but it wouldn't take him that long, like an hour or two. God, duh. Well, did he have an implant? What was he? A, is he from outer space? Is he? Anyway. <laughs> What's um, his secret? I need all right. it. <laughs> well, the point is. Oh, my God. We fought, and then I think we kind of made up. I'm not really sure. I'm confused. That guy is confusing well, to Kate, me. Well, Kate, I love you, and I hope things work out for the it's best gonna of be you. It's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, we talked about a lot of the things I wanted to touch on. Good. Uh, have you ever had... A horrible, terrible date or, like, worst sex experience. I want to hear, like, your worst story. Yeah, it was a um, long time ago. It was, it was almost right out of high school. Um, I was – I dated this girl in high school, and, uh, and I never – Never did we never did anything because I'm I'm a late bloomer by the way I didn't I I I didn't lose my virginity until the summer after I had already graduated so wow yeah so the the following so the following year right out of high school um, I ended up hooking up with her finally and uh, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my life because I don't know what it was about her that was just turning me off. I literally, I was trying to think of something to to keep me hard. <laughs> and that, is that bad? Like I was literally <laughs> trying to think of some of the most nastiest oh, wow. shit ever to keep me hard. Because so you I, couldn't. And you know what? I faked coming. Really? I don't, I don't know if that's you faked an orgasm. I faked an or as How a dude. How do women not know when you guys? Did you have a condom on? Yes, okay, I, I did. I guess you could kind of fake yeah, it. Then. I, yes, I, I. Yeah, and I'm so thankful that I did. Really? The, oh, and I. Oh, I mean, Kate. 
when I say I faked it, I should have fucking won an Academy Award. Wow. As soon as, as, soon as that sex was over, the fucking Academy Award should have came through the goddamn fucking bedroom and presented me with a fucking trophy. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I mean, and I played that shit off. Oh, my God. And I was just like, that was absolutely unbelievable. Wow. I mean, I wish I could stay hard for 24 hours and we could just have sex all fucking 24 hours. She's like, oh, my God. And I was bullshitting the whole time. I was like, get the fuck out Did of Did you ever see her again? No. How did you end it if she thought you had the most mind-blowing... Well, she, lived in Sa- she lived in San Antonio anyways, oh, so and fine. I lived in Houston at the time. So anyway, they were gone the next day, so it was perfect, and I never saw her again. I don't know if I've ever had a guy fake an orgasm <laughs> with me. But the other night, I fucked a guy. You know what I decided? My favorite sex... By the way, it sounds like I'm such a whore on here. I'm like, the other night, I mean, I fucked one other guy. Like, I make it sound like, so this year has been a slow year for me. Really? Well, yeah, because wow, I can't, I, I'm trying to think. I can't imagine what your good years sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I only average, I did the math Whoa, the other up? day. Since I've been single, I only average uh, five times four, 20 divided by the fact that you have five. That. Uh, no, I only average like five a year. Oh, really? Yeah. So Amazing. this has been a slow year for me. It's October. I'm trying to actually think. I think I've only slept with what well, new new dick. I think Right. I think two, maybe three. That's it. Okay, well then that's not bad for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad for anybody. For me or for anybody. Well, I guess I don't know. Three <laughs> new dicks. But all the rest have been repeats. I go back a lot. I go back to what I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a really big fan well, especially of... Especially if it's, if it's worth going back. If it's really good. Well, that's the only well, way you go That's what I'm back. saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I'm trying to master fucking exes without catching feelings, and I think I've done it. I'm well, really serious. Well, it's, it, I mean, from what I've known and what we've talked about, it sounds like you have. By you the know. way, I think that I found out that my, uh, the, the porn guy I dated who told me that he got a girl pregnant while we were hooking up i think he was wow. lying about the baby i think he made up a baby to get rid of me it was another tactic dude how funny is it that Boy, a guy we, made up a baby God, man, usually we, women make up babies to keep guys i had a guy make up a baby <laughs> to get rid of me it's 2017 things are different now i had a homeless guy <laughs> tell me he'd rather live in a car than keep dating me <laughs> my dating record is so bad <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, the point is, I got to come up with better tactics because some of these are really good. I'm gonna have to keep some of those in my, my in my tactics. I need to start bank. going on more dates. I've been blowing off this guy who I met in July, who's rich and successful and hot and not on social media and doesn't really understand what I do and wants to take me out all the time. And I always blow him blow off, off because I know in my head that he's too good of a catch and I'll fuck it up. Oh, you know what? <laughs> There you go. You just answered your own fucking question right there. Girl. I'm a sick person, guys. Help me. Um, I feel like before we totally cut out of this, which I'm pretty much done. Okay. But a few people have sent me some good um, messages on on the, uh, the good Twitter? old Instagram. Oh, the Instagram account. The Instagram. The lately. IG. And, and by I the just... way, you can find you can find me, guys, on uh, social media. I'm across the board at It's Renee Garcia. That's at I-T-S-R-E-N-E-G-A-R-C-I-A at It's Renee Garcia on my Twitter account, my Instagram account, and my Snapchat account at It's Renee Garcia. You can also find me on Facebook, guys. And tell them about your podcast. Oh, yeah, my podcast. It's uh, All Turns No Breaks across the board uh, on social media, on Twitter, and on Instagram at Turns No Breaks. Uh, I do it with a, a partner of mine. Her name is uh, Tam. And... Uh, she is absolutely the best, and we are huge NASCAR fans. We know about NASCAR. We talk about NASCAR. We live NASCAR. Um, we are sponsored by Valvoline, which is a very good sponsorship of NASCAR. Uh, we go to uh, we go to races every once in a while, and uh, it's it's amazing when you get to interview drivers, and they actually you know sit there and you get to talk to them one on one. Kate, it's it is absolutely phenomenal. It sounds really and cool. Man. It is really really. I want to cool. come on and interview a driver with you. Oh, totally. That'd and you be know a what? Blast. Yeah, that would. Oh my god, I, we should totally do that. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Pick a hot one who's single. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I will. And um, and any and, and in any case, uh, you know, our podcast is uh, um, like we said, it's all NASCAR talk. And uh, and if you're a fan of NASCAR, uh, if you know anybody who is a fan of NASCAR, uh, please look us up. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can uh, subscribe to us. You can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, and I believe Spotify, I think. So anyway, uh, all, at, all, at Turns No Breaks. I love it. I love it. Love um, it. 
All right. Well, I, I do have to say one last thing because I'm getting in trouble right now. Uh-oh, I'm literally go. looking at my Twitter for questions for the podcast, and I want to say something serious. Okay. Because there's a lot of, like, sexual harassment going on in Hollywood right now and this wine scene scandal. And, like, every guy in town has been accused of things. And I want to say something serious because um, today this lady said David Blaine raped her. She said he... He drugged her and raped her, uh, but her exact quote is she said she felt very stoned and very relaxed, and she was in a deep trance, and when she woke up, she was naked, and I wrote a joke. I said the woman accusing David Blaine of rape said she felt very stoned and very relaxed and woke up naked. That's what I call a magical evening because he's a magician i thought it was funny but here's the thing it is funny and it's clever thank you and it but but kate we're we're also looking at it through a comedian's point of view this is what i want to say so i would just like to go on the record to say this i've been sexually harassed i've had guys pull their dicks out at me i've had guys jerk off in front of me i've had guys ask me out on dates and meetings i've had guys i've had all kinds of shit has happened and it's not funny. It's not okay. I don't think men should use their power to force women into sexual acts. That being said, um, I just – the reason I've been making jokes about it is because I also think we're living in a time where no one can say anything. I had mm-hmm. a guy the other day. I was on a set, and this cute guy – he got an invite to a really great party, and he was like, I really want to invite you to this party, but is it sexual harassment if I do it on set? Like, he actually said that. And then I'm thinking, guys are so afraid now because it's almost like a, become a witch hunt in Hollywood. And there is a lot of harassment, but there's also, like, a line that we walk because women in this business do use their sexuality to some degree. I'm not saying I've never blown anyone or fucked anyone for a job, but I definitely have you know, dressed sexy to go to a meeting because I know the guy will think I'm hot and maybe want to work yeah. with me again. So we walk this weird line in Hollywood, and I'm just trying— well, Especially from a woman's point of view, yes. Yes, and as a woman, I'm just trying to find the boundary of where is the comedy in this because as a comedian, it's our job to find the comedy in— what's going on in the world and to also like maybe flip things and go, Hey, a lot of these guys are rapists, but also like, you know, when is it too much? Like Jennifer Lawrence complaining that she had to gain weight for a role. Like you're an actress. You got to look the, you got to look the part. Like that's part of the job. So I just want to say that I love women. I'm an advocate of women I don't think rape is okay. I'm not promoting rape culture. I'm just trying to find the line of like when is it because it's going to turn into where comics can't say anything well, this about is what, anything, right? And and I think I've I, I think I've heard uh, some high profile comedians talk about this specific thing, uh, and it's 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 crazy because as comedians, th- this is this is how we look at things, and we're the first ones to try to make light of any bad situation. Um, but it's 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 I think it's horrible how we 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 have to be censored in some kind of way and we always have to watch what we say is it too soon that was too soon uh, that that why would you why would you make a joke about that but here you have people on on the internet let's take youtube for example and here are people who whether it's their account or it's a made-up account and they go off and just say whatever the hell they want have you read comments on some of these youtube go yes. look at it look up any youtube video yeah and just scroll down comments and and look at look at the shit that's posted on there. It could be it could be a video about a, a kitty cat, <laughs> and ha- and halfway through the comments, it turns into some racial, uh, that's uh, so horrible true. shit. That's and so you're, true. Uh, yeah, and and uh, to me, it, it's funny because I think it's hilarious. But I'm going, how is this video about a kitten turning into some racial war? About you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And it's the most outlandish shit you've ever read in your life. Yes. So you're going to tell me this piece of shit has no bo- he, he has no censorship whatsoever. Whether it's a, a real account or a fake account, but yet I say something on Twitter, uh, and 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 I'm going to get blasted for it. Well, it's funny. My friend the other day, he's a guy. He messaged me and he said, "I wish I could tweet something because he said I feel like um, overweight." women grab my ass a lot he said i can't tell you how many times like an overweight woman has grabbed my ass or pinched me on the ass or been sexually aggressive with me he goes but i can't tweet 
I can't tweet chubby girls grab my ass a lot because then everybody will get mad at me. But he's like, but then, so it's just funny because we live in a weird time where everyone's yes. tiptoeing. And I want to almost say like, if you are offended by a joke I make, I understand. But at the same time, it's like, I'm just trying to find the balance. And I don't think rape is funny, obviously. I don't of want anyone to get not. raped. No one thinks rape is funny. But, you know, I also don't think serial killers are funny. But I make jokes about how that that's the type of guy I like to fuck. So, I mean, it's like you, you, you right, make jokes. Right, right. Yeah, you know? I know. I, I, I get it. But like I said, it, it, it because we're looking at it through a comedic uh, perspective and a point of view, yes. we have a different mentality or not. We're and our mi- yeah, we're our, mind, we are, our, mind, our minds work differently. Guys, we want to apologize for being damaged. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Listen. I love you guys so much. I really do. I'm so grateful for all the listeners. I love meeting you. A lot of you have been showing up at my shows, uh, and thank you for that. I do want to plug dates I have coming up with Brian Redbam. We're going to be in Indianapolis, Columbus, and Pittsburgh, uh, November, I think it's 7th, 8th, and 9th. So make sure you guys check that out. Maybe it's 8th, 9th, and 10th. Look how I don't even know my own dates. Check out deathsquad.tv for dates. That's me and Brian Redban. And uh, I will also be at the All Things Comedy Festival in Phoenix next weekend. So if you guys are in Phoenix, make sure you check That's that fun. out. And check out my Patreon, patreon.com backslash Funny. I'm sending out signed photos to people that donate five dollars to my patreon this month so do that awesome and uh follow renee yes please do thanks guys for uh, kate thank you for having me i love you so much love you too later y'all bye